Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Six quarterbacks to break down in five minutes right now on Fantasy Football Today in Five. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg are talking about the 2021 rookie quarterback class. Okay, we're going to do it the way they were drafted. IRL in the NFL draft. Jamie, Trevor Lawrence, go. Uh, very hopeful that this offseason will be good for him, that they improve the offensive line and the receiving core in Jacksonville in some capacity with at least one high-level player at each position, uh, line and receiving core, and that we can see the best of Trevor Lawrence because the offensive line was a disaster, the receiving core was a disaster, and as a result, he was a disaster. So still a lot to love about his fantasy potential, but unless they really help him significantly this offseason, it's going to be hard to draft him as a starter and might be even hard to draft him as a high-end reserve. Zach Wilson. Uh, kind of the same situation. You know, we'd like to see what this Jets offense looks like when everybody's healthy with the offensive line, uh, as well as, you know, getting Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, Michael Carter on the field at the same time. So still a long way to go to see what Zach Wilson can become. But you see the potential. I mean, you certainly see the arm talent. You see what he can do getting out of the pocket. I don't know if they'll ever be uh, a top-tier rusher. Probably the same thing with Trevor Lawrence, although Lawrence's numbers in college kind of suggest he can run a little bit. Uh, but Zach Wilson, I think, probably has the most – room to go to be a good fantasy quarterback. I just hope he gets there because certainly the investment from the Jets as the number two overall pick had a lot of fantasy managers excited and we just need to see a lot more going into year two. Trey Lance. Probably the highest ceiling of all these guys. You know, you just look at what he has at his disposal. You know, obviously a uh, great play caller in Kyle Shanahan, great offense around him. When you talk about Debo Samuel, George Kittle, uh, Brandon Ayuk, strong run game, strong offensive line, good defense, going to put him in a lot of great spots. Uh, we know that he has the rushing ability and uh, just, you know, a huge potential to be maybe a starting fantasy quarterback as early as year two. So he's going to be the guy that I draft first of these guys. If I'm looking at it, uh, Justin Fields is a close second, but clearly Trey Lance has the highest ceiling of all these guys. If things click for him and hopefully it clicks in 2022. All right, Justin Fields. Uh, right behind him. You know, a, a guy that's in a great situation as well. I think if you just look at uh, can the Bears add to their receiving core? You know, we like Darnell Mooney. We like Cole Komet. Obviously, David Montgomery, maybe Tariq Cohen. You know, those those are some good weapons to start with. And I think an offensive line that's going to continue to improve after what we saw in the 2021 campaign. They invested a lot in that spot. And certainly, uh, we saw some of the growth there. But Justin Fields has got to stay healthy. He's got to, uh, I think, run a little bit more to help fantasy managers. But I think the Bears have to help him by giving him at least something of an upgrade of what they thought maybe Allen Robinson would be or, you know, something better going into uh, year two for him. But for me, Lance and Fields are one and one A. I have them ranked twelfth uh, and thirteenth. Lance ahead. Uh, you know, if we go back to our rankings dispute, those are the two guys I had ahead of Russell Wilson right now. That can change, but uh, I'm very excited about those two quarterbacks as potential starting fantasy quarterbacks in 2022. Mac Jones. Yeah, probably the guy that I like the least of this group as a fantasy quarterback. Uh, clearly, was the best in terms of success as a rookie, not necessarily his fantasy production uh, game by game, but overall. Uh, based on what he showed you. But, you know, I think he's got a lot to prove still to fantasy managers to be more than just a game manager. You know, he was really good for the Patriots, uh, didn't make mistakes, you know, controlled the ball, um, you know, doesn't have a lot at his disposal either in terms of receiving core. And we'll see what the Patriots do there. And, 
you know, maybe the change from Josh McDaniel can, uh, you know, change some things for, for Mac Jones as a quarterback. And, you know, you go over the evolution of how Tom Brady was, you know, where he was a game manager to a superstar. I don't think it, it, it didn't happen overnight, obviously. And I don't think it's gonna happen overnight for Mac Jones, if it ever happens at all. But uh, just in terms of how I'm looking at this group, in terms of where I would draft them, uh, Mac Jones would be the last of the fantasy quarterbacks I would gravitate toward of this class. Davis Mills? Davis Mills is somebody I'm excited about. You know, I, I think we saw, you know, just in a pretty crappy situation, he was able to, you know, make some plays. And again, hopefully you see what's ahead for him. You know, we'll see what the Deshaun Watson trade, if it does happen, brings back for the Texans because they could be, uh, there could be a quarterback replacement, you know, coming back if it's a guy like Tua Tagovailoa or Jalen Hurts if the Texans want to go that route. But this was a guy that had some potential coming out of Stanford, and I think he's exceeded that potential, you know, based on overcoming some injuries in college. Uh, they need to add some weapons clearly to this Texans uh, receiving core. You know, I don't think Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan are exactly the best of the best. Obviously, Cooks is a, is, is a good talent by himself, but, you know, Collins and Jordan still, I think, have a way to go, and, and maybe they help a guy like Davis Mills improve. We'll see the run game hopefully improve as well. But, you know, in terms of there, there's there, there's a clear top three. You know, I think when you look at Lance, Fields, and Lawrence, and, you know, that's the way I would rank them. And then once you get to four, five, and six, it's kind of a toss-up. I might, I'm not, not might. I, I like Davis Mills, I think, as the fourth guy there. You know, Zach Wilson can certainly get better than him easily with depending on what happens to the Jets offseason. But uh, it's four, five, and then Mac Jones will be six. But I do think Davis Mills has got a lot more potential than I think people expected. And I think he showed a lot more than I think a lot of people were looking at with this Texans offense once he took over for Toronto. Well, I worked really hard on today's podcast, so I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. I just, I just want to make it clear. I think you're wearing the same thing for three shows in a row. I'm definitely wearing the same thing for three shows in a row. So for people who watched our Tuesday show, our Wednesday show, and now FFT and five, uh, we did not change our clothes. <laughs> Correct. It's all been within the span of five hours, but sure. Yeah, yes, we have. Well, he shaved. He changed. I know. I don't know. No, Eddie's going. Like, he's going out to play pickleball. He's going to have to obviously shower again. I'm maximum one shower a day, so I don't know what that was all about. But all right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later this week on fantasy football today in five. Just have to hit a button and the broadcast in five. <laughs>